is Dominic D'Angelo of WrestleZone.com, and I, it's WrestleMania weekend. I'm here with uh, Pittsburgh's finest, Corey Graves. We have a mutual uh, stay in there. Where, where are you based out of Pittsburgh originally? Uh, Lord, uh, originally, I'm from Monroeville. Okay. I was born and raised in Monroeville, went to Gateway High School, uh, graduated way too long ago. I'm ashamed to say, and uh, now I, I, we live in Lawrenceville. Oh, I'm Bloomfield. Oh, we're practically neighbors. Right? I could walk. I could walk up that hill, and we're there. You, have you gone to the industry before? I'm there way too frequently, like probably three times a week. I got some damn good craft beers there. Sure do, sure do, and <laughs> fantastic burgers. Industry, you're welcome industry for the plug. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Right, you're welcome. All right, I got some Pittsburgh questions. All right, who is your favorite pirate of all time? Ooh, oh my God, uh, well, Clemente is the the obligatory answer. Right. right. Uh, but from my generation, I remember when the pirates were still kind of awesome. When I was a child, you had Bonds, Bonilla, and Van Slyke in the right. outfield. You had Jay Bell. Jay Bell, he was my guy. Yeah, right, and, and right now I'd be remiss if I didn't shout him out. Cole Tucker is a good friend of mine. Oh, really? And, and Cole's been killing it this spring. So I got to say, Cole Tucker, right now. All right. Yeah, I'll put my chips behind him then too. There you go. How about Penguin? The Magnifique, man. Oh. There's, I mean, I could, that's another one. I could go on. Mario, Yager, I, I grew up in, that's the era, you know, I yeah, grew up yeah. in. Um, Brian Trottier. Yes. Uh, I mean, all, all the way up to, like, Francois LaRue. When, mm -hmm. when he, I was so happy when the heavyweight champion of the NHL came to Pittsburgh. I had a Miroslav Shatan jersey. Yes. For, I, I, oh, yeah, did you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Love it, love it. How could you not like a jersey that says Satan on Satan the back? On the and you go, oh, it's just my hometown team. Yeah, I no, love I'm it. rooting for the guy, okay? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Favorite movie star and TV show? Right now, we uh, we've just gotten caught up on Yellowstone, okay, and I think uh, and uh, with the guy that, that plays Rip, uh, who was in Dazed and Confused, oh. Cole Hauser. Yes, I think yeah. he does a fantastic job with that role. I'm not a cowboy; I'm the furthest thing from him. I'm a city boy through and through. Uh, but for some reason, every 15 minutes or so, when watching Yellowstone, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna buy a cowboy hat and <laughs> probably a big truck and I maybe could, learn how to ride a horse. I, I could wrangle something up. Yeah, right, right. At least in my mind, I could be a cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you're, you do such a great job on commentary. I think you add, like, you get what you need to get done, but you also, like, add a little bit more element to it, I think. Thank you. Talk about um, just how, how did you kind of find your comfort zone getting into commentary? And, like, was there anything you picked from or anybody you kind of picked from? When, when I first started doing commentary, I never in a million years envisioned that I would be at the level I'm at now and, and find the success that I have. It was more or less something I did. Uh, as a survival mechanism because yeah. I wasn't allowed to wrestle anymore. So it was like, how do I stay here? I want to stay in, in the WWE. You know, this is, that, that's my ticket. Um, so I think initially all I could draw from were, were those that I was a big fan of growing up, which were uh, Heenan and Ventura, even King, yeah. uh, you know, in my older years. Uh, so when I started in NXT, I kind of had those in my back pocket but I was still finding my own footing. So like there would be glimpses of that that would probably come out, not because I was trying to emulate them, but that was wrestling commentary that I knew and liked. Uh, since then, I've sort of grown and evolved and adapted, and it, now it depends on what partner I'm working with, what the situation is. I feel like I'm a lot more diverse now in my abilities than just cracking jokes and making one-liners. Now I can tell a story a little bit better. Right. But definitely Heenan and Ventura were my, my influences, um, and I like to think I'm kind of growing into my own sort of role because I'm primarily a color commentator. That's what my job is. That's what I enjoy. However, uh, circumstances have necessitated that I take on a little bit more of a play-by-play -play role at times. And I know I'm not the best at it, but the goal is at the end of the day to avoid letting the ship hit the iceberg. Right. So I grab a hold of the wheel once in a while and we, we avoid disaster and get on to the next one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, there's been talk about you guys and stuff like that. Uh, when you got that news, because, I mean, when you broke the news that you were wrestling again, 
I felt like. Yeah, was that was rough. And so getting the news again, how did that all come to be? And how was, was that moment? I think it's just a, it's a testament to how much life changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that broke my heart. That broke my soul. That was the, the worst news I'd ever been given in, in my life at that point, uh, was that I wasn't going to be able to wrestle anymore. I dove in head first to the commentary role, and I, there was so much to learn and so many different avenues and facets of just WWE as a company, and, and there's so many different roles that, that people play, and, and everyone wears six hats here. Nobody just does one job. Yes. Excuse me. I've been talking too much this morning. Okay, yeah. I need water, too. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Um, so if you'd asked me, if I had gotten the news that I was cleared a year later or two years later, I'm sure I would have been ecstatic. I would have been through the roof. This was more or less something where I, I got bored. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I'm just a very creative person. I always like to have a new project or something else that I'm working toward or a new goal. And I went, well, I've called all these WrestleManias. I've done this. I've called every show we have. I've called every Superstars match that can still compete. What now? Yeah. So I just, it was actually after WrestleMania last year, I, I got the itch a little bit. And I seen a couple guys, you know, with injuries, Edge coming back, Christian, um, Daniel Bryan, even a few years prior, I, it was always in the back of my mind. Like I got to at least give it a shot. And I honestly didn't have any expectations. I kind of figured they were going to say, yeah, no, you're, you're still kind of a mess. And I got cleared and I, I took it and it took a few days to set in that, Oh, I, I could do that if I wanted, but now I'm so comfortable in this professional role as a commentator that now it's, it's a matter of the circumstances have to be right. And when I say that, I mean, it's got to benefit someone other than me. Sure. It's not about Corey Graves going out. I, I, sure, would I love to be Intercontinental Champion someday? Absolutely, that was always my dream. Right. But realistically speaking, if I can go out there and have some new up-and-coming star kick the hell out of me, or if Brock Lesnar needs to F5 somebody because he's on a rampage, you know, Cole, Cole's outgrown that role. Right, yeah. I'm, I'm ready to step into that role. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I'm just going to kind of let the chips fall where they do. You know, I mean, it's nice to know that I have that ability should the opportunity arise. But I, I got, I'm so busy with what I'm doing right now and every day. You know, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. And you know what? I think that adds to, like, a storytelling aspect of things. You wait for the right moment to pick the right moment. Like, if it makes sense, then that's when you Sure. Do. And, and I, I would never want to be one to do anything in lieu of somebody who is putting in the work. Sure. You know, right. and because I've, I've been in that role. I've been in that spot when we were in NXT. Man, why so-and-so got a spot at WrestleMania? I just want to get on the main roster. And then you get to the main roster, and it's why so-and-so have a spot at WrestleMania. I've been doing live events all year long, and I get it. It's, it's a tough pill to swallow, but I don't want to be that guy that is the reason, oh, well, so-and-so is not getting TV time because Corey Graves has to do his thing. I, I don't want to be that guy. But that said, if I'm the guy that helps the other person get to the next it's level, one hand wash the other. even better. Yes, yes. All right. Um, as far as, like, legends, we got Bruno San Martino. Is there somebody that would kind of maybe surprise somebody like the casual fan that would be like, that's somebody that you Oh, man. I mean, I, I, I was a fan of everybody. I remember uh, when I first got to FCW, we had the ability to request footage of anybody, basically. Pre-WWE Network existing, obviously we still had the library, but it was old school where you would have them burn you DVDs of anybody. And I always had a Kurt Hennig DVD, a Scott Hall DVD, and Ric Flair, of course. Um, so, and those are those shouldn't come as a shock to anybody. Those are three of the all-time greats. Yep. Um, I just, I think, I've always just tried to pick up a little bit from anybody, especially in the role I'm in now. I've learned so much from different superstars about themselves, or I've 
taken something that I learned about somebody else and just applied it to somebody differently from a character perspective. And, and I'm always observing. That's the thing. Like I, I'm a relatively quiet guy, sort of introverted when I'm not on, so to speak. Uh, so when I'm backstage, I'm I'm just sitting and I'm I'm walking and talking to people, but I'm not I'm not that guy that's hey man how's it going? No, I'm I'm sitting in the corner going oh oh I noticed the way he did that. I'm gonna talk about that. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of it's kind of weird, probably borderline creepy. <laughs> but yeah, so I try to get. I'm so sorry. I've been talking for two straight days and I've got four ahead of me. Yeah, I need some I need some whiskey. That's what it is. That's the secret. Just a little bit of whiskey. Not enough to feel good, just enough to burn all the nonsense out. Hey, it all, it all achieves the same result. That's the important part. All right, I'll let you go then with this. I work at Whole Foods, I get told you. Um, I sling produce there. What's your favorite type of produce? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, big cucumber guy. Cucumbers. Fresh cucumbers sliced up with a little bit of ranch. That's that, and that's a Carmelo thing. She taught me that because really? ordinarily, man, I get the diet of like a twelve-year-old kid. I'm, I want chicken tenders and cheeseburgers and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm, I'd say cucumbers are good and uh, and pineapple. Great. Yeah, pineapple, and I go through an exorbitant amount of watermelon because all three of my kids eat watermelon like they breathe air. Every time I walk into any supermarket, it's one of those big containers yeah. of the sliced. Yeah, so. I do the value add in the back cut off the watermelon. It's like it's a long, it's quick, it's a quick process. Yeah, it's so big. yeah. Yeah, that's lots of produce, but the, the house is usually pretty well stocked. When we're there, when we're there for enough time, that it won't go bad. Yes. I suggested to Becky get uh, the mangoes this season. Okay. Yellow mangoes. I, I actually just bought some. I haven't partaken in them, oh, but really? we yeah we have some in the fridge. Well, by the time we get back, they're going to be gone. I do not. You grid them out, so you slice one end. So like a like an avocado almost. Yes, basically. Okay. Up and down, and then grid it out. You push it open, and you eat it like that. Well, damn, learn something new every day. Yeah. What'd you learn at WrestleMania, Graves? I learned how to <laughs> slice a mango. So slice a mango, and you can saute them, too. What? Put a little sugar on there. That sounds fantastic. Appreciate it. All right, I'll let you go. Cool, man, Rest thank you. Yeah, I'm going to try. Yeah. Cool, thank you. That was yeah. fun. It's a pleasure. Likewise.